Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Shaws. Today we have the fourth and final part in the story of the brave little tailor. Our hero has thus far dealt with many giants, but there is one more test in the way of him getting his prize from the king of half a kingdom and a princess. This is the brave little tailor. Part 4 The little tailor now demanded the promised reward from the king, but he repented his promise and pondered once more how he could rid himself of the hero. Before you obtain the hand of my daughter and have my kingdom, he said to him, you must do another deed of valor. A unicorn is running about loose in the wood and doing much mischief. You must first catch it. I'm even less afraid of one unicorn than of two giants. Seven and a blow, that's my motto. He took a piece of cord and an axe with him, went out to the wood, and again told the men who had been sent with him to remain outside. He hadn't to search long, for the unicorn soon passed by, and, on perceiving the tailor, dashed straight at him, as though he was going to spike him on the spot. Gently, gently, said he. Not so fast, my friend. And standing still, he waited till the beast was quite near, when he sprang lightly behind a tree. The unicorn ran with all its force against the tree and rammed its horn so firmly into the trunk that it had no strength left to pull it out again, and was thus successfully captured. Now I've caught my bird, said the tailor. And he came out from behind the tree, placed the cord round its neck first, then struck the horn out of the tree with his axe, and when everything was in order, led the beast before the king. Still, the king didn't want to give him the promised reward and made a third demand. The tailor was to catch a wild boar for him that did a great deal of harm in the wood, and he might like to have the huntsman to help him. Willingly, said the tailor, that's mere child's play. But he didn't take the huntsman into the wood with him, and they were all well enough pleased to remain behind, for the wild boar had often received them in a manner which did not make them desire its further acquaintance. As soon as the boar perceived the tailor, it ran at him with foaming mouth and gleaming teeth, and tried to knock him down. But our alert little friend ran into a chapel that stood near, and got out of the window again with a jump. The boar pursued him into the church, but the tailor skipped round to the door and closed it securely. So the raging beast was caught, for it was far too heavy and unwieldy to spring out of the window. The little tailor summoned the huntsmen together that they might see the prisoner with their own eyes. Then the hero betook himself to the king, who was obliged now, whether he liked it or not, to keep his promise, and hand him over his daughter and half his kingdom. Had he known that no hero warrior but only a little tailor stood before him, it would have gone even more to his heart. So the wedding was celebrated with much splendor and little joy, and the tailor became a king. After a while, the queen heard her husband saying one night in his sleep, My lad, make that waistcoat and patch these trousers or I'll box your ears. Thus she learnt in what rank the young gentleman had been born. The next day she poured forth her woes to her father and begged him to help her get rid of a husband who was nothing more nor less than a tailor. The king comforted her and said, Leave your bedroom door open tonight. My servants shall stand outside, and when your husband is fast asleep, they shall enter, bind him fast, and carry him on to a ship, which shall sail away out into the wide ocean. The queen was well satisfied with the idea, but the armor-bearer, who had overheard everything, 
being much attached to his young master, went straight to him and revealed the whole plot. I'll soon put a stop to the business, said the tailor that night. He and his wife went to bed at the usual time, and when she thought he had fallen asleep, she got up, opened the door, and then lay down again. The little tailor, who had only pretended to be asleep, began to call out in a clear voice, My lad, make that waistcoat and patch these trousers, or I'll box your ears. I have killed seven at a blow, slain two giants, led a unicorn captive, and caught a wild boar. Then why should I be afraid of those men standing outside my door? The men, when they heard the tailor saying these words, were so terrified that they fled as if pursued by a wild army, and didn't dare go near him again. So the little tailor was and remained a king all the days of his life. And that is the end of the story of The Brave Little Tailor. A story that we've all heard before, but there's always something new in each telling. And this one, this is a special tale. This is Dan Scholes for The Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Threads and Instagram at Folktale Project. And you can find us wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. As always, thank you so much for listening.